ישראל, Israel's Medical Cannabis Podcast. מתחילת מגורי נרקיס טסלר. Hello and welcome back to Canacast IL, Israel's Medical Cannabis Podcast. Today we'll have with us Guy Seton. Guy is a co-founder and CEO of Gemacert. Gemacert's uh, not a new company. They've been around since 2015. And so uh, I think today we'll hear a lot more about actual sales and, um, and a product that's... Uh, working in Europe, in uh, Israel, in uh, the States, and various other countries. We'll hear more from Guy. Guy, can you tell us about yourself and about Gemacert? Yes, um, thank you very much for this uh, opportunity. Um, before I, I give you a bit more about Gemacert, I myself have been in the health and nutrition industries um, pretty much for the past two decades, um, both in Israel and abroad and in public and private companies. And I've been in the Um, cannabis industry since uh, 2014 and co-founded Gemacert along with my two uh, co-founders, partners, uh, Professor Detshesayev and Dr. Dana Yarden back in 2015. It was a collaboration initially with the Faculty of Agriculture of the Hebrew University in Jerusalem, which of course is one of the pioneers in, in cannabis research going back to the days of uh, Professor Meshulam in the 1960s. Um, but today, uh, Gemacert is uh, based um, just north of Tel Aviv. Um, Um, as you correctly pointed out, um, our devices are sold in over 30 countries on six continents. And, and despite uh, COVID-19, uh, we've actually, we're actually experiencing continuous uh, growth on a month-by-month -month, uh, basis. So can you tell us about Gemacert and what, what it is you're selling? Um, Gemacert was established with the primary goal of really setting the standard for medicinal plant uh, quality. Um, and we decided to focus um, on, on the cannabis industry as the first main and major application um, because of the obvious uh, potential uh, of the industry itself. We're talking double-digit growth for the foreseeable future, no matter whose forecast you believe. Um, it's a multi-billion dollar industry. And for us as a diagnostic solution uh, provider, the, the more the market um, grows, and legalization spreads, um, so does regulatory uh, compliance, compliance requirements. And for regulatory compliance, you need testing. And also, um, as, as the industry grows and it, and it, and it moves from be, from a, into becoming a mainstream product, whether for recreational or, of course, for medical use, um, you need more and more data and scientific evidence. The, the, the market cannot be based on anecdotal evidence for the, for the longer term. And for data, you need the tools to collect the data and the tools to analyze that data. And that's precisely where, where GemmaCert comes into play. So what does, the, what does the appliance actually do? Gemacert is a, a, a technology platform. The, the first device we released into the market, which we started selling uh, midway through 2019, is a, a portable device the size of an average Nespresso machine um, for testing cannabis uh, potency, specifically THC and CBD. Um, it can do so uh, relatively quickly and with results provided in under five minutes. It's very easy to operate from 
day one, we decided that the device had to be suitable for anyone outside the lab. You don't need a master's or a PhD in chemistry to use it. It's very friendly and easy to operate through a smartphone. And it's also affordable so that um, really most professionals along the, the value chain from the breeders and growers all the way to the retailers, whether it's a pharmacist or coffee shop or dispensary manager, can afford it as part of their uh, normal uh, course of business. In addition to the potency, um, the platform is flexible enough and, and we're building on it uh, new applications. Um, we're going to be shortly introducing capabilities for analyzing water activity and moisture analysis. That is a key uh, component or, or metric for uh, de defining whether the product is safe for storage. Next year, we're releasing uh, mold detection, which is very uh, important for the industry. And we're also working on other cannabis um, to be released in the future, um, such as CBG and uh, CBN. Um, you start your company quite early, even before the industry in Israel uh, begins. Uh, I think it was 2015 and the regulations start progress in 2016. How did you get to this vision? How did you get to this unmet need? It was mainly from my experience going back uh, to the late 90s in, in um in the food industry, the pharmaceutical industry, and specifically the dietary supplement industry. Um, I had been the VP of business development of one of Israel's largest uh, holding companies in the nutrition sector, um, Ma Broad Products, which at the time it was the owner of uh, Materna, Infant Nutrition, uh, which we sold to uh, Nestle. Um, but also Altman, which is the dietary, the leading dietary supplement brand in Israel. And I saw there uh, uh, how an industry went from almost no regulation um, to total regulation and GMP um, practices, etc. And and it was it was obvious to me that if if cannabis was was to become a mainstream uh, industry. Um, And, and, and accepted by, by everyone or by most uh, people, um, it would need to follow in the footsteps of those industries which adopted testing uh, before. And, uh, and that was the, the main thing. I, I saw that, um, you know, one of the common things that, that uh, my first interactions back in 2015 with people was, Um, we don't need to do any testing other than what the regulator requires at the end of the, of the harvest or at the end of the production. And, and I knew that that was unsustainable. And, and, and because even in, you know, there's no pharmaceutical company today that conducts one test at the end of the production simply to satisfy the FDA or the European Medicine Agency. Um, first, they, they obviously don't want to reach the, the very end and, uh, and see that they have a problem with the regulator. Um, but also the, the fact that you do uh, in-house testing throughout your production process um, enables you to tackle problems before they come up, enables you to ensure that you have efficient production. Um, at, it, you have to understand that, uh, and this is the same for can cannabis as any other industry out there it's going to be about brands it's not going to be about a flower here or a flower there and and brand is 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 what you know the people have to have trust in the brand and trust in the brand is based also on the accuracy of the labels and especially in a product like cannabis um, where potency has such a it can have such a big impact on 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 
on how you you on the efficacy of the product, um, the impact of the product on yourself, etc. So, you know, if if you if you have a brand out there and you want people to trust you over the long term, and you want your business to grow, um, you need to be testing all the time. And uh, and so I for me the path was was already clear back in 2015, even though most of the market. Um, either failed to recognize it or ignored it altogether. And regarding this success, most of the startups have a hard time raising money. How did you get to this success? Like, how did you get money? Most of the VCs are still having the, the conservative uh, thinking regarding cannabis. And you started in 2015, right in the beginning. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, it, I would say that it's, first of all, it's one of the most uh, frustrating uh, Uh, things out there because um, on the one hand you you read about the cannabis industry all the time in the media and many people outside the industry think that money is simply uh, flowing for anyone to take and that's absolutely not the case um, we've also faced very uh, significant uh, challenges and difficulties in raising uh, funds um, fortunately um, we do have a core of investors who Um, simply by the fact that we've been delivering what we promised um, have on a, on a continuous basis backed us. Um, I've also gone to other places, maybe where other people didn't go at certain specific times. Uh, back in 2018, um, I, I saw there was an opportunity to raise money in Tokyo. Um, and instead of just waiting here in Israel and, and, and emails, I got on the plane Um, flew to Tokyo and came back uh, within 72 hours with a 1.8 million dollar commitment um, Wow <laughs> when, crazy when, when even my when even my board of directors told me there's no chance that Japanese investors will decide so quickly on an investment um, but there is what I did learn is that there is an entire uh, uh, A segment of the Japanese uh, market which are young uh, successful businessmen uh, under 50 some of them even under 40 with a lot of money um, awareness of what's going on around the world and an appetite to invest and you need to go there you can't simply sit down in, in wherever you are in Israel and expect it to come um, a similar story happened to me with uh, people from the oil industry in Texas Um, you, you have to understand that one of the, 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 because cannabis has such an, is so much in the news, you need to go out to places which are not necessarily being courted all the time by the same cannabis ventures and people. Um, and when you're the first one to land in, in a new place, um, with something that's in the, in the news, um, then you do get their attention. Um, but, but at the end of the day, Um, it's, 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 you need to deliver on what you promise and, and, and that we've been able to do. And I still, despite those success stories, we face a constant uh, challenges, uh, raising money from, from the mainstream VCs. So if I'm interested in investing, uh, are you open for investments or if our listeners are interested in investing? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're always uh, obviously uh, in, in, in a round or just finishing a round or in a new round. So um, anyone who, who wants to explore an investment opportunity in Gamma Cert um, should contact me. I assume they can get my details through you after the... Of course, 
to the okay. show. Um, but yeah, we're always um, uh, open to investments. Obviously, due to the maturity of the company, we're looking at a larger size investments at this point in time. Are you looking for uh, strategic partners or investors or uh, distributors? Can you define uh, what is your main goal in this podcast? We're always um, looking for uh, partners in, in the markets um, around the world, and that can be really um, distributors for our products, um, obviously customers, um, as well as investors. Um, for us, it's really... Um, we, we always prefer to deal with, um, with industry insiders. Um, that means that people who are active in the local cannabis industry, they know the players, they know the regulations, um, and, and not, it's not always effective to go um, into a new market with, with someone who sees the opportunity or may be opportunistic but doesn't really have anything already established in their market. Um, because then the, the learning curve um, is, is double once they have to learn their market and then they have to learn our product. So, so we, we prefer to um, seek established uh, partners who are already established in their markets. Starting a startup, it's the challenge. Um, but starting a company, an international company, even more. It's very um, interesting for me to know how did, how did you extend the company really fast? So in how many com- uh, countries are you working now? We are working now. I mean, we have customers in 30 countries. It's, it's really, uh, we, we did so, I mean, on the one hand, we did so at a relatively low profile. I mean, we, we didn't uh, overextend ourselves in terms of, uh, for example, marketing. Also, number one, we always, we always operated with, with relatively limited uh, resources, but we also understood that um, there is a learning curve that both we and the industry have to undergo. Um, we have to learn the customers uh, over time, and the customers need to slowly understand the need for testing. So um, it, there wasn't, it, it wasn't really appropriate for us to simply over kill the market with a marketing message when the market when the when the market is still very young um, so we, we did we we progressed one step at a time we also a lot of our sales um, come from word of mouth we we don't only sell a product we sell a service we 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 have a team in Israel part of our team is dedicated to providing support to the customers 24 7. Um, and that's not support in the sense only that the device doesn't work, but it, they, they actually assist the customers in interpreting the results, in trying to understand why they're obtaining such results. Um, so so a, a GEMASERT customer benefits from a lot of added value from the moment they acquire and, and they receive their device, which is beyond what you would expect simply from a diagnostic device. We're not a... A fire and forget solution where actually we have we have very strong links with most of our customers most of your customers are b2b or b2c no the vast vast majority are b2b also because of the price of the device but from time to time we do have self-medicating patient or groups one of the first groups our customers was a group of cancer patients in New Zealand who bought a device and So that they could test the cannabis they were receiving to a make sure they were receiving the dosing that they were supposed to be receiving and B to learn what was working on them best. 
Um, but but I would say 95% or more of our customers are professionals. And before we wrap up, can we, if we look on the future, can you tell us what is the vision of the company? I think the, the vision of the company beyond to really to support the, the health and well-being of you know, the individuals and communities involved in the cannabis or involved with cannabis is, is really to, is to empower the industry and the players in the industry with the data that they need um, in order to, to solidify the position of, of cannabis as a mainstream a product um, with, a, with a, a firm basis for long-term uh, growth. Um, I've, I've done uh, research into cannabis throughout, the, throughout history, and, and cannabis is, is, is funny. It's, it's very cyclical. There are periods when cannabis has been legal or accepted, and then it goes out of fashion or, or banned totally. The 20th century is, is, is one case, but there have been other cases in previous centuries where cannabis was in and out. And the common denominator across all those times was the, simply the inability to control the product itself, um, to know what you're getting, to know its effects. And, and I think for the first time in history, we now have the technology to basically uh, uh, decipher cannabis for the benefit of uh, the community. Your company is considered a great success in every way we look at it. Most of startups in, in our industry are really... Um having troubles to progress and to succeed. Can you give us some tips or tell us about your journey and what is the key success factors? Obviously, there are a few factors there. I think the first thing is that um, from the very beginning, we always engage the market itself. Um, we, we, we spoke to the market. We visited the market. We never depended on on third-party research, that's um, number one. So there's, there's, a, there's a constant dialogue with, with our, at the time, potential customers and today existing customers. Um, the second thing is that the, the Gemacert team is a very experienced team um, combining people who um, some of us are on the younger side, some of us have uh, two or three decades of experience. Um, but we came from industries in which... Uh, for example, myself, uh, testing is the is pretty much the, the basis for for quality uh, management, and it was clear to us um, in 2015-16 that it that the development or the need for testing um, was inevitable. and And this brings me to the second point: is that we always stuck to the strategy despite. Um, many people out there, including potential investors, telling us that we were uh, going in the wrong direction or we had no idea where we're headed, um, who told us, for example, that testing is not necessary because um, the future, uh, you know, the genetics are stable and everything will be perfect. Or we had people said there's no future for cannabis flowers. Everything's going to be homogeneous and, and easy to analyze oils. But we always stuck to the strategy. We, did, we didn't let those, th those comments or, or interpretations or analysis uh, divert us. Um, we've also kept a very, very uh, strict budget all throughout. Um, we haven't. Uh, we've we've managed a a relatively, I would say, um, a conservative uh, operation. Um, advanced on the one hand, we we went to market as fast as possible, but we did so in, on a on a with a, 
analyzing the risks very well. Um, so it, it's, it's really a combination of, of, of many factors, um, but it's sticking to the strategy from day one and constantly speaking to, to the market. But as you know, like in any batch, you can get different results. How, how do you deal with it with this device? With this device specifically, what we do, we have protocols which we share with the customers in terms of uh, defining how many products uh, samples should be tested from the uh, given batch depending on its size. Um, with time, we're able to um, we, we don't give a 100% accurate result, but we certainly give a, a very, very a, a, a reasonable and, and reliable result as to what you have in your batch. Um, and 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 that's uh, it's proven itself in in many markets sounds amazing it's very needed in any market and I'm looking forward for the next feature that you will uh, progress with this device I believe you can do a lot with it and thank you for uh, thank you. for having us uh, a great almost half an hour an interesting uh, story to tell thank you very much for this opportunity and uh, look forward Thanks to for joining us today. speaking again we will Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Canacast IL, Israel's medical cannabis podcast. With Khalid and Gore and Arkis Tesler.